0: We're in the building. It is a Wednesday. You already know we're going live right now with the Dirt Dog Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You already know what time it is, man. Right now at the Dirt Dog Show, we're going to Spotify. We're on Facebook Live right now, YouTube, Amazon Podcast, as well as Apple Podcast. And tonight, I'm going back to Westlake High School, the class of 1996. We old school. I'm not telling her age, but she's a strong entrepreneur. She's a chef. She's a celebrity chef. She has her own YouTube channel. She has her own business. She's out in Texas doing real big things. Not only is she a booming entrepreneur, she's an amazing wife, an amazing mother, an amazing woman. And I want to give her a rose and a flower while she's here. And we got on the line hanging out with your boy. We got Chef Jolie. What's up, girl? How you doing? I'm
1: good. I love that intro.
0: Man, thank you. I try to to do my best, and that's the best I can do. The, The rest of the show, I can't promise you nothing. <laughs> but no, I want to first. I want to thank you for coming on Low Country Cuisine. Before we begin anything, tell everybody a little bit about your business and what you got going on.
1: Okay, so I am Chef Jolie, owner and executive chef of Low Country Cuisine, and Cuisine is actually actually spelled with a Q. You got to wow. remember the Queen of Southern Gourmet. So um, I'm 16 years in the business. And we actually are the largest African American owned full service catering company in DFW. So
0: that's what's up.
1: That's
0: who I am. Yeah, man. You know, not to go too much into my business, but the time I visited DFW, my ex wife is from Fort Worth. Now, one thing I love about Texas is you're going to eat in Texas. Do you hear me? You're (laughs) going to eat. I went and got breakfast. The package was big as my head. The big <laughs> thing was pig that had to be as big as much as I did. The sausage was big. The ribs, everything I ate in Texas was big. They all do it big in Texas. So tell me a little bit about low country cuisine because it reminds me of something that's going to like give me the itis when I go to sleep.
1: Well, so my family is originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. So they call coastal South Carolina, coastal Georgia, the low country.
0: Right, right, right. Okay. You know about the
1: Low Country? Have you been to South? Carolina? No, I have not
0: been to Low Country. I'm I'm not. I'm from like the Gulf Coast. I'm from like luxury that kind of area. So like the, okay. the the gumbo type of area. Yeah.
1: Okay. Before y'all got that gumbo, it started <laughs> over on that East Coast. About okay. eighty plus percent of the West Africans that were brought to the United States were brought onto the shores of South Carolina. So okay. the food there is very very rich in african heritage caribbean heritage so i grew up eating a lot of that food every time i would go home for summer spring break christmas whatever holiday when i would go to charleston both of my grandparents were in the um culinary field so Mm -hmm. they cooked breakfast cooked lunch cooked dinner and my mom cannot cook at all so i don't
0: believe that but go ahead
1: not at boil Water. I wouldn't lie. <laughs> I would not lie to you. Okay. So whenever okay. I would come back home, I would want to eat food that tasted like what I ate um, right. in South Carolina. And okay. so I just started getting in the kitchen, and I would get on the phone with my grandparents and say, "How you make this? How you make that?" And I just developed a passion for it. Since probably about the age of ten, I've been cooking.
0: Wow! Wow! Now. Of course, a couple of things we want to get to. We don't have a whole lot of time, so I wanted to give you any jump into it. Now, being an entrepreneur, you know, social media make entrepreneurs look look sexy, look sexy on LinkedIn, and you can put on social media, "I'm a, I'm a boss" and "I'm a" all this kind of stuff. Right. But I know it takes some sacrifice. It takes the ability to jump. You know, Steve Harvey did a whole book on it that I read. Uh, TD Jake's talking about jumping. Like, what made you get to the point where you were ready to jump?
1: You know. Growing up, and I talk a lot about growing up because I believe that's where the foundation is. What you saw in your house, what was poured into you in your house, in your school. You know, we are alumni of Westlake High School, and I'm so proud of that because our teachers poured into us. We were blessed to go to a black school with black teachers that cared about us and poured into us. But long story short, my mom always taught me to find something you were passionate about. Mm -hmm. And find a way to make money at it. And so even though I went to college and got a corporate job out of college, just always in the back of my mind was what can I do that I just love doing that I would do for free and turn it into a business and so fast forward to 2007, I was like, you know what, I cook all the time for people for free what if I could take my sales experience because I was selling in corporate America for 10 years, making all this money for these companies, what if I took that and started selling food and I did I just jumped and I I look back on it now if I would have thought more about it and didn't just jump I probably
0: would have never done it no 100% <laughs> right. that's the same thing I mean me being in marketing and then working for law firms when I stepped into corporate market and I was like I really can just do this for other businesses and people that I know you know and like really make a, a difference in my community and what I'm trying to That's really what I'm doing now but my radio side of my DJ side was always my personality even when I was at Westlake um, you know, I was most talented in our house, school. they got rapped, and I did all the little weird stuff that people did, but I wanted to combine the two, but it's a big difference between doing it and still getting up and going to work every day and doing it. When you know that when you wake up, every move you make is going to make a difference in your household. You got to make some real serious business changes. I see you as a strong businesswoman. What separates you from your passion and that business side of uh, Chef Jolie that don't nobody want to see if they get wrong?
1: What separates me from, I, I guess, if I hear the question right, like the the fluff of just loving to cook from being able to close the business
0: yes, yes. and make the money,
1: mm-hmm. um, it's just, I think it's a level of grit and wanting to succeed. Like I just have this crazy passion and drive for wanting to do well. And that does not mean that I have not wanted to quit. Like I wanted to quit. So many times like I have called my mother like I just don't know if I can do it. I mean, the access to capital, because when I started Little Country Cuisine, I had no loans, no money. I just started with the few chafing dishes and stuff I had from catering on the side and right. whatever was in my bank account. So crazy. Hadn't mm-hmm. even worked for another catering company before, but I just believed in myself. So right. crazy. Um, right. And it's just that passion and seeing having my daughter watch me she's only ever known me to be an entrepreneur and
0: okay times
1: where i want to give up i just look at her and i'm like what am i going to tell her i quit
0: <laughs> I, gave up? I think about that too yeah i think about that too When my son goes into the music thing and the dj and thing and things like that and sometimes you look at it like lord i want you to, i don't want you to go through what i went through right just to get to that certain point But at the same time, I want you to learn certain lessons about self-sustainability, right? Mm -hmm. By actually having the the balls and the guts to get up every morning and say, look, regardless of what I'm doing, you have to go ahead and make that jump. You know, I've always been more attracted and more kept people in my circle that were jumpers. Now, a, a, a room of jumpers. There's a whole lot of ideas being tossed back and forth because that's what we talk right. about. We talk about ideas. We don't talk about people. We don't talk about the past. We talk about ideas. Let me ask you this. Um, Being that you are a wife, you are a mother, how did you balance out being the wife to your husband and being that strong-willed entrepreneur that you are?
1: You know what? It is a always a work in progress. Um, when I first started, you know what? I did not have balance. Like I just was 24 seven focused on low country cuisine. And I think that my relationship definitely suffered in the beginning because I was away from home. Once we moved into our commercial location in 2012, like I said, I have any money. I just had to figure out how to keep the lights on and that required just like relentless, um, activity, relentless thought, um, The anxiety, like my anxiety and mental health suffered a lot. I have to say now that, you know, we're 16 years in, I don't have it perfect, but Mm -hmm. it's a matter of communication. It's a matter of give and take and Mm -hmm. having a partner that supports the dream. My husband used to say in the beginning, um, it gets greater later. It'll be greater later. And right. so we're 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 closer to the later now, and things are <laughs> things are a bit balanced. We still have our times, but I just have become um, better at saying no and delegating.
0: Oh, really? Okay, that makes so it made a big difference on because I do see. You know, I, I I don't I don't want you to think I'm stalking. It makes sense I'm stalking. no, but I watch everything you do. But I know that you take time for your vacations. Your vacations are a big thing yeah. about you and your family. That when y'all take vacation, when you off, you off. Um, so how do you how do you how do you get how do you get a chance to do that and not worry about the business at home
1: um it's a matter of trying to find good people and good people are hard to find it ain't just a saying it's definitely um very very true and it's a matter like i talked about anxiety like i didn't know that i had problems with anxiety and depression like 16 years ago i thought it was normal to be so nervous all the time right and really? that's it's not, no, it's not normal to like <laughs> toss and turn and not be able to sleep and things like that. That is not normal. So really just through um, therapy and figuring out how to manage the things that I can manage and stop trying to control the things that I can, can, cannot control mm-hmm. and doing the best. So yeah. when I'm off, I make sure and tell the team, everything that I need to tell them and try to put them in a position to manage and mm-hmm. run the company. And I do my best to let it go.
0: Mm. You know, one thing I want to say about that, and I want to add this to this conversation, but it's really good what we're talking about is the fact that I think as a coach, we normalize certain things. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know I was sick, right? I thought it was normal. Mm-hmm. You know, is what you eat. This is how you eat. Oh, I'm right. a little sweaty. I'm tired. I got a headache. Or, right. You no, know, you got symptoms of diabetes or high blood pressure, bro. Oh, well, Black folks, we get the sugar. We call it the sugar, right? We right. call it things that we name. We, we normalize things that are not normal. And now we're having a big discussion about mental health because corporately, entrepreneurship, anything that we're doing as a culture right now, we're trying to figure out how to navigate that and be successful and still be happy when we go home in the evening.
1: Exactly. It really
0: makes a big difference. So if you had to give anybody, I, I'm putting you on the spot a lot tonight. If you had to give another woman out there that is thinking about jumping and doing a thing, What's what's the first thing you think she should work on for her mindset to get there?
1: I would definitely say therapy for sure. Um, Mental health, like you said, it feels like a buzz phrase right now. But my mom is a mental health therapist. So I actually had the blessing to grow up in a house with a mental health therapist. And like you said, we normalize being nervous. Our stomach is messed up because we're worrying and anxious and all of those things. Because once you do make that leap, you're going to be scared as hell so many times because you're risking it. You're putting everything on the line and that will keep you up at night. And Mm -hmm. if you aren't mentally prepared for what's about to happen, you will quit. I mean, the majority of small businesses close. I forget what the time frame is, like within the first year or less.
0: Yeah, usually they say have a year ready, right? They say have a year with the funds Mm -hmm. put up. If you're serious about having a business, put that money away. Even if you're raising capital, But within a year, year and a half, they're shut down. And it's not only because they have a bad business idea or the sales wasn't there. They just wasn't prepared and their family wasn't prepared to do that. Right. And, you know, and I, I went to, my mother went through the same thing because she's in the music industry. My father was more of a blue collar worker. He was different. Mm-hmm. He went to work every day. What he knew was doing happened every day and she hustled. So we got the best of both worlds. But as you move into that realm, because I went to the other side into like marketing and things like that. Mm-hmm. When you that person carrying that weight, when you go home at night, and you're like, okay, we're gonna make sure everything good. It is a little bit of a struggle, but I want to bypass that. But tell me a little bit about Low Country Cuisine, the whole business, and then also some of the big things you got going on. You got your business with the spices you got for sale. You got your YouTube channel. Let's talk about that real quick.
1: Um, So like I said, I mentioned we're the largest African-American-owned uh, catering company, NDFW. Mm-hmm. And that is a mouthful to say, but I'm so proud of it um because i am in texas i'm not in atlanta you know so
0: <laughs> black chocolate city
1: you know what i'm saying so for me to have achieved that and not know anybody here um mm-hmm. i moved here not knowing anybody and walking into places where i'm the only you know it's a big deal however yeah. now i'm ready to not i want to close that gap because there's okay. a gap between my company and my next competitor you know that okay. does not look like me so, okay. yes, I've, I've achieved this, but now it's time to continue to compete on a, on a higher level. So yeah. yeah, we're looking at growing our, our team right now. I have about um, 12 full-time and part-time employees and 25 or more uh, bartenders and servers. So continuing to grow, grow our brand um, right. above and beyond where we are now. You mentioned the YouTube channel. Um, that's part of my exit strategy because I want to pull myself away from the daily operations within low country cuisine. When I started the company, I always wanted food products. I wanted cookbooks, cook cooking shows. And when I got in that building and started working, I had no idea how it was going to consume my life. I thought I would cater and somebody would say, Hey, come be on the show or (laughs) pots and pans in this store. No, it it was grind time. Yeah. And so now that I've, you know, got the business more stable and have people I can delegate to, that's why I've put time into growing the YouTube channel. Because I'm like, why wait? Like, we're at a place in time where you can produce your own content. Right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It so much, yeah, I mean, even with doing this show that I'm doing now, like, I don't have to wait on a radio station and say, go do a podcast. You know, right. you jump out there, you put it out there, you go for it. Because right now we're creating content. That's mm-hmm. how it works. So I, I appreciate that. Yes. Um, I know that you do a lot of upscale events and things like that. I know you can't name names. My mom never could name names. But how do you feel about your celebrity side of what you're doing?
1: Um, You know what? I have been blessed to work with some celebrity people um, that are just real good people. You hear horror stories about working with people. But for me, it hasn't been like that. You know, I feel like... um, in terms of just manifesting the right energies, you know, what mm-hmm. you put out there is what comes back to you. So, you know, it's been a blessing to work with some great people and not just individuals, but we were one of the uh Dallas Cowboys uh uh main caterers for over two years. The oh, Dallas wow. Wow. Dallas Mavericks. Um right. yeah, so it's been a but blessing. You
0: know, did, let me ask you this, you know how to carry yourself in the boardroom as well yes. as the kitchen, right? Yes. But for yep. lack of better terms, what kind of knowledge put you in that? Was, your, was it your undergraduate studies, your mother? What put you in a sense to have that kind of like sensibility to go in and do that?
1: Well, definitely, I'll say first um, at home, just knowing that you can walk in any room, doesn't matter who's at the table, um, mm-hmm. the confidence in knowing who you are and knowing what it is you're coming to represent. And then too, definitely my training in corporate America, um, like I said, my uh, career before Low country cuisine was not outside sales. Right. So it's so easy though. It's like,
0: you're going to say it out here so easy?
1: It's No, I'm talking about walking in rooms where, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. because I am talking about food. Who does not like food? That's number one. And two, I'm talking about my food. So right. it's so easy to talk about it and I can see the people's mouths salivating when I'm talking about it, but I also know business. I know how to talk about how working with me when we're talking to a corporate uh, client, how that's going to positively uh, affect your bottom line, how it's okay. going to help your company culture, how I'm going to save productivity because if we feed your uh, team members every day, guess what? They're not going out to lunch. You know, okay. they're coming, they're being more productive. So right. I know how to hit on all of those those points as it relates to selling my food to to corporate people.
0: Okay, so with your daughter in mind, I'm asking because it's close to home. What's the, what's your best advice you're going to give her when she says, "Mom, this is what I want to do, and I want to do this." What's the first thing you're going to tell your daughter?
1: I'm going to tell her what I tell her now. If it's something that you are passionate about, then learn as much as you can about it and go after it. And if it's something that you find out that you're not passionate about, then find out what makes you happy every day. Life is short. I see people get up every single day hating going to work. And I'm like, why? This is not slavery. You do not have to do something that you don't want to do. And there may be a point in time where, yeah, I got to come up with my plan. So I have to do this right now. But when you get off work, start working that plan and plan your exit to go do what it is that makes you happy every single day.
0: I, I, I feel that. I feel that. So I want to switch it up a little bit. Let's go okay. back and let's talk a little bit something else. Thank you for being on Chef Jolie. What is your website? How can they reach you on social media and on YouTube?
1: OK, so YouTube, you can search Chef Jolie. Um, and on Instagram, chef underscore Jolie underscore Low Country Cuisine. Oh, I see you got that cue.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I already know. You there? You yes. In the building? You know and the website
1: is cool? the same, lowcountrycuisine.com. Okay, cool. That's dope. That's dope. So let's switch a little bit
0: because me being a person that just recently last November, I was telling you off air that, you know, I went through what I call our normal Black men diseases, right? High blood mm-hmm. pressure diabetes. I lost a lot of weight. Thank God for that. And then they took me off the medicine. You know, I don't take any medicine anymore. No, no, no metformin stuff like that. But I have noticed for me to eat healthy, it costs a little bit more. Yeah. So can you talk about like, why does healthy food or eating a certain way cost so much?
1: Um, Because most healthy foods are going to be like fresh foods, right? Not uh-huh. stuff that you can mass produced with a whole bunch of chemicals and preservatives, and um, I don't know if you' ever seen that experiment they did uh, where they have like a McDonald's hamburger that's like they kept for like thirty years and it's still intact. Um, <laughs>
0: and you'll, it'll be right in your stomach, right?
1: Exactly because it, it has all that crap in it, and America is the worst at this. There are so many ingredients and in food here in this country that are banned in other countries. Like, you wow. literally, I don't know if, if you've seen some of the. No, other- I, I've
0: seen some because I've watched things like Super Size Me. Mm-hmm. Like, when I went on my health journey, I'll be honest with you. And then people ask me about it because I lost about 60 to 75 pounds. Wow. But they took, I swear, if I say it was the simplest things, it was very simple. I haven't had McDonald's mm-hmm. in over four years. Mm-hmm. I have my my son was working at Burger King. I wouldn't need it. And after I stopped eating it, my mouth wouldn't even taste it the same. I could eat some fast food and no. When I moved back to Atlanta, I went to Popeye's. I ain't going to (laughs) lie. I went to Popeye's and got sick. Like I started eating pie Mm -hmm. I got sick. I couldn't eat it. You know, but, you know, when I started, you know, wanting fresh fruit and wanting to eat like that and do things, I noticed that, okay, look, either I got to cook every day, I got to make sure my, you know, it's going to step on my grocery bill and stuff like that. But I naturally stayed slimmer just doing natural organic foods. We haven't really talked that to our community. We think it's weird when we talk to our community about things that cost more money that will have a longevity of life. So, you being a chef, do you? How I'm pretty sure you practice fresh foods in your house. I see your videos all the time. Mm-hmm. But is that something that you would, you would preach to your family and things like that?
1: Yes, and it's crazy because I, I was sharing with you before we came on that uh, my husband and I are on this meal prep journey where I'm yeah. you know prepping food and because we would eat out a lot. And people always say, you're a chef, y'all eat out. You don't,
0: cook. <laughs> you don't feel like cooking, right?
1: You, you do hair, do you come home and do hair? No. I DJ
0: and I hate when people ask me, did I bring music when they invite me over?
1: Exactly, <laughs> do you got shrimp and grease in your purse? No, <laughs> I get asked those questions. But yeah. no, um, we were eating out a lot and I know that was not good for my family. But it's, you know, you're busy, you got to feed them, you know, what's quick, DoorDash, 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 you know. And I just, you know, decided like, hey, y'all, we have to do better. Like you said, high blood pressure, diabetes runs in the family, high cholesterol. And let's face it, we did say we graduated in 96, right?
0: Yeah, you already know.
1: You can't eat like you used to anymore. And so my daughter was not happy about it. Because she was had gotten used to, and it's so crazy, when I was less busy, I would cook more at home, right? Yeah. And she ate all the vegetables. But there was a point in between where I was super busy and, you know, just to be honest, we were eating things we shouldn't have been eating. And so when I told her this is what we were doing, she was, like, very upset. And I, <laughs> and I, was like, I I've was,
0: seen your daughter on your, on your YouTube, like, she has the same spunk and personality yeah. that you have. So you already know.
1: I was like, so you're (laughs) mad at me because I want you to be healthy and live longer. I mean, make it make sense. Um, (laughs) It's it's so funny now because it's been a month now since we started this journey. And it's like nothing like there. She's not upset. She can cook, too. So she's cooking things for herself. You would just think that it was, you know, we've been doing this forever
0: all right take a pause for the car are about 20 minutes in but i want to go ahead and do some quick entertainment news and put you on the spot okay Yo, Trey, are we ready for entertainment news man let's go you can like subscribe and share at the dirt dog show let's start off with sexy martha stewart <laughs> she is covering a swimsuit issue of sports illustrated at 81 years old i don't even think that's airbrushed i think that she did it 100 percent at 81 can we really be mad at Martha Stewart? That is
2: airbrushed.
0: It's okay. always airbrushed. It's gotta be. Man, look, man! But at eighty-one, she did a time. She like, she's like the low-key version of a thug for, for white women, right? Like, she cool with Snoop. You know, you know, like she did a time. She was she
2: actually was, on. She was actually on our Squawk Box this morning.
0: What she say, man? She
2: I say mean, you know, she just talked about you know her businesses and you know the mogul that she is.
0: Nah, mm. man, one hundred percent. We gotta respect her more yeah, than Paula Dean, black, right? since we got Chef Jolie on the air, right? Because Paula Dean was on that bull crap. But I love, yeah. I love Paula Dean shrimp and grits. Do like you? Atlanta, but I almost, do you like Paula What?
2: Why? Grits. Paula I Dean. Want I mean, I
0: never say? Liked Paula Dean. I don't want shrimp and nigga grits. I know she <laughs> calling <laughs> me a nigga, but she making them.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you gotta yeah. have my shrimp and grits. Change your whole mm. life. Mm. Change. You know what? I ain't.
0: You know what? When I come out of Texas. When I find me somebody that love me in Texas, shout out to all the women that love me in Texas, you know what I'm saying? I'll fall through and come out there, man, you know, because I got to do both things when I do them. I want to admit I'm doing both. It's vacation, booty, and eating.
2: Oh, my bad. You know what? I hope you find those things so I can come down to uh, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> let me
0: stop. Let me stop. All right. Next on the entertainment news, we got to talk about Jay Morant, man. Oh, oh, Jay Fox. No, hold
2: on, hold on. No. Let's, let's do Jay. let Let's do Fox do-
0: Jamie Fox is in rehab right now. His daughter has confirmed that he is not in the hospital anymore. He is getting better on this undisclosed we keep saying undisclosed health scare. I just think that he's preparing for a comeback. I think that he doesn't want to put it out there because they'll try to counsel him. You know how we do people. If he says he has a stroke or something like that, that like we can't act no more, they'll start counseling him. I think that he just don't want the business to be out there. How do y'all feel about that?
1: Oh, I, I've i been torn because I want to know. But at yeah. the same time, it's like you got to just respect how he wants to manage what's going on in his life. So, look, man, um,
0: I mean, look, man. I'd I have been in the hospital, and I didn't even know until i've been in a hospital where i didn't know you can put it where nobody can find you in the hospital because you're in the hospital's public record so i've been in the hospital before and i'm like yo you want to have your privacy when you're sick because it just takes that time so i respect that as much as we try to be in entertainers lives as much as we want to counsel people when they make they say something i want to protect jimmy fox as one of our icons right like a lot of times we tear icons up we tear them down and i don't want to do that let the brother heal you know, and they will do his thing. Nick Cannon going to fill in for him as much as he can because Nick Cannon right, taking all the right, guy's right.
2: And us hounding him, that that can't be good for his recovery, right? We, we nah, do need man, to he work. know that
0: people out there want to know. They yeah. want to be busy. His daughter them trying to protect that. It's family trying to protect right. that. And when you sick, man, you don't really think about that. I know I didn't, you know, and I'm not Jimmy Fox. But I ain't, I'm not thinking about, I wasn't even thinking about my job, put it that way. I had a job at the time. I was like, yo, I need some time off. But I was scared to take time off because the black man, you don't want to take too much time off. And he'd be like, okay, we can replace you. So I just want to say that he, he gets better because he is one of our icons, people. Let's let him rest and do his thing. What's the next story, man? Okay, what we got? Oh, yo, God, birthday surprise. Look, for all the ladies out there that love me and say they love me so much, I really would appreciate Tesla Y. <laughs> For my birthday, I turn 45 on August the 17th, and I promise you you get all your love-ins and all your Facebook posts when I pull up in a Tesla. You feeling me? I mean, I'm saying, oh, J- hey, hey, Joe Jolie. Chef Jolie you, you spoil your husband, right?
1: Of course. With a Tesla X.
0: With a Tesla X though. That's that's a hundred thousand dollar Tesla. Look, I,
1: I want to retire my husband, whichever comes. Oh. To this. There you go. <laughs> Which man, take me out the camera, take me out the camera for a minute. Take me
0: out oh. I... <laughs> the top, oh. <laughs> See on that tab with the brown stuff.
1: Oh, exactly, exactly. Before I even woman. knew who she was, that was a goal. Because
0: really she said, Look, I'm, she said, My man been out there in the cops, he been a cop in LHG for 20 some years. When he come home now, he ain't got to worry about nothing, he's gonna eat vegan, and I'm gonna look good. She do it every day, <laughs> exactly. ladies. Take a note. That's why he goes.
2: Right. Retire me. Man, I I'm love am looking it. hard right I retire my now. Mortgage. I don't
0: need a Tesla. <laughs> I just want to make sure the mortgage is
2: good. That's exactly. what we got next, man. I got to love
0: that, man. What's up of your goddamn Simmons? Yo, your homegirl, man. Look, we talk a lot about white collar crime. You know, she invented the Thermos thing and she was like, yo, I can like test all the blood things. She lied. She did like the whole little Ponzi scheme, raised the money. Now the judge is saying, look, stop avoiding jail. She's been avoiding jail for over like 3 years now. I know that now they like, look, we well, have been convicted. It's time for you to go. It's white collar crime. How do you feel about white collar crime? Cuz we know they don't always they go to the golf course.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, let's be real, man. I mean, like what are we gaining out of putting in jail? She's not going to try it again. You know what I'm saying? The guy, the guy her husband that was a partner of her, he's already been locked up for a year now, bro. Well, hey, that's not true she
2: that's not true. That she won't try it again. The guy, um, I can't think his name um escapes me now, but the guy that did Fire Island,
1: oh yeah, he's he's
2: doing look look he just served doing his it again, line, though. and he's you, doing it if again. if you buy
0: a ticket this time, that's on you.
2: <laughs> well, you yeah, but
0: to, if but, you buy a ticket to the festival this time, that ain't nobody on you, man. You know that dude selling wolf tickets, bro.
2: Right, but I mean, she she could do. She might not do the 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 theranos thing, right, but. You know, hey, she could be cooking up something else, right? I don't and trust
1: then, her. Did you see the movie?
2: Yeah, I, I saw, saw the documentary. Movie, yeah. I crazy. followed that very closely. And but she
0: had she had very deep, like it's like she needed therapy. She had very deep issues, like what she thought about herself. I mean, we
2: all we all have issues. We, have we don't do that. We don't, right? do, that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't do I mean that. the most the most I'm gonna do is like, look, it's twenty dollars when you get to the door of my party. Like, look, I told right. you 10 online is 20.
2: <laughs> but but you know what? You it, you but it also speaks it. to what you can get away with. When you when you from a certain community, right? And look, right here, because,
0: said she's definitely a danger. She doesn't care about lives and naturally causes people to die, which I will say. There's right. exactly. a lot of misdiagnoses. So let's get past that. Let's go. Uh, can we get to my boy yet? Is he coming up yet? We
2: are. We are. We're Yo, there.
0: Oh, my man. Yes. John ja Morant. This is therapy. where keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> keeping it real goes wrong. Look, I'm going to say this. And I can't even post a video of my boy Quincy Neal, my boy Reginald Johnson, all my Westlake High people. We talked about this. Look, man, we got homeboys. I live in the West End. I own a gun, legally own a gun. I will not, in any given circumstance, be in my car flashing my gun. Nobody knows I own a gun. It's the reason why you own a weapon. You don't go down like that. Bro, he's been warned. Can we just finally say that when keeping it real goes wrong, why do we, as black men, still want a persona? This thug thing, this thug character, when we out there, this dude is wasting millions of dollars. Can I just say that? I think it's the dumbest thing, ever? And his homeboy is violated because his homeboy took the picture, posted it, realized he did it, posted it. Now this man is like completely suspended. Let's be real. We could talk about this if he was 19, 18, 17 years old. Nigga, you're 26. Oh, he's that old? He's old now. Mm.
2: Come I'm on, bro. Immature. Like, yeah. Come I'm on, man. The like,
0: some things you like. Look, man, you don't move the same way. Look, I don't even drive. I would not have a drink and drive anywhere because I'd have been locked up before. Like, you got to be like, there's some things you just don't do anymore when you get to a certain level. He's too talented. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but all I'm saying is we got to stop making excuses for our exceptional black men that go out there and make dumb decisions. This is why he was dumb. This is old dog stupid. This is boys in the hood stupid. This is Ricky running and not zigzagging stupid on boys in the hood. This is like dumb, He was man. nervous.
2: He couldn't zigzag. He was nervous.
0: <laughs> right, he was a little nervous. I would have been nervous too to do that, you know. That was I, a, I, a,
2: I actually take the other side right. of it. We're
0: going to take it off Ricky. Their yeah. president's nervy. Okay, no, there he there was bombing go. the bank, right? Like, come on, y'all. Look. Seriously, man. Are we really gonna make excuses for for a job or are we just gonna let it ride
2: I, i'm gonna let it ride and i'm gonna tell yeah. you why i'm gonna let it ride and i'm gonna tell you why because what is happening now is that hypocrisy that a white man with a gun a white man can take photos with a gun white teenagers can take um can can post videos of them shooting their 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 assault rifle on 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 their property i got a neighbor um well she's not a neighbor but he owns land outside of my um subdivision he shoots his weapons all of the time like all of the time why is it that when a black man picks up a gun it's something wrong with it why is it that when a black man picks up a gun it's thuggery
0: well look man look i bought i bought my first weapons during the covid right because mm-hmm. my mom convinced me we we're gonna have a host of a war going on, so mm-hmm. I went and got a license, got my concealed weapons license, and I bought me a few weapons. Right,
2: you should, thats I, a good thing. You should have done that. You I did that. I me and I
0: taught my son how to shoot. You know, in my, right. my place in Florida. But my thing is this: Look, yes, we operate in a double standard, and we know that. You know, the one of the biggest armies we have in our culture is: Do we operate under the double, double standard, or are you a sellout, knowing that you operate in a double standard, or do you just want to like rebel and go out there and take what comes with the rebellion? You know, like, let's be real. Like, that, I mean, Dre, that's a real honest question because a lot of us, like they said in that movie, Brown Sugar, we, we sell out for our careers every day in some kind of level. Mm-hmm. I go into office every day and be like, yes, sir.
2: I mean, I don't consider I that. Say the well, thing, look, here's the, I don't consider that selling out, right? Because you, you know, you have to play the game in order to get ahead, right? That's not like, look, there, there's a, there's a, there's rules to business. There's rules to walking in through the door like chef jolie was you know saying earlier like hey look it's easy for her to walk through the door and sell her product that's not selling out that's her that's her hustle right that that's her being a businesswoman um but when it comes to what i'm talking about it is this double standard that certain things are okay for white people and then when we do it it's all of a sudden something horrific and something threatening right we have direct, senators direct
0: question direct answer and then we're going to get back okay, to the red cancer. Mm-hmm. So you're saying if Larry Bird did that, it would have been fine.
2: It would have. They wouldn't have said nothing. If it was up to me, I don't even watch basketball. But if it was up to me, I, I, I if, if how many people watching this show right now? Let this go viral. We should, if, if they suspend him for eight games, we shouldn't watch basketball for eight games. You as long high. as he's suspended. Exactly. We should not be watching anything because. He did nothing wrong he didn't point it at anybody i mean let's just be real he didn't point it at anybody he didn't threaten anybody mm. it ain't black kids shooting up schools i think we have one black shooter and like oh wait you, you're going a whole nother
0: show bro i know that this is another dope. show my what's, the,
1: um, cool. what's the guy who's on the podcast with matt barnes um uh, jackson yeah yeah did you see he posted on his instagram there was some former nba all-star white guy Mm-hmm. had several pictures of himself with all sorts of weapons on social media mm-hmm. and that was his point his point was there nothing go. Happened to him it was like from 2012 2013 2015 go look at stephen jackson's uh instagram and you'll see
0: look i'm all for any form of unity i will say that in our community like if we want to stand behind it i can care less we can like boycott the show I, I think we should
2: I, don't, I, I, mean, know, I, I mean, I wasn't going mean, to watch basketball we, anyway. But. We
0: are the biggest consumers in the, in the in the world, almost, African-American. We consume a lot. So I get it. Yeah, us saying that we're going to stand behind it, that's cool. Let's make it mean something. Like, if yeah. we stand behind it, what do we want to happen after standing behind it? Do they change some of these laws or things like that? I, I hate when we stand behind stuff, like, well, I'm going to say this, and I know this might give me counsel, my internet might go off, so it does understand that they cancel me. But we did Black Lives Matter, and we supposed to change some litigation, some some legislation and things like that, and we haven't changed anything. So I'm going to step out of that and step back to food <laughs> before she hang up. <laughs> Chef Zoli, before we let you go and let you enjoy your night, please let everybody know one more time how they can get in contact with you. I know that you still do catering. You still have the store open. So at the end of DFW, you, have a- and you would even be willing to travel and do
1: your thing, right? Oh, yes, please. Fly me out. <laughs> right. And you got,
0: you, they can buy your, your adab adoo. You tell us about that as well.
1: Here it is right here.
0: There it is. Yes. Adab do You
1: adab do You. So, y'all, Lowry's, I know Lowry's have our people in a chokehold. <laughs> we think we got to put Lowry's on everything, but adab you is a um, seasoned salt. It has more than 40% less sodium than Lowry's, it has turmeric in it as one of the main ingredients. Turmeric is so good for you. You could put this on chicken, pizza, veggies, seafood, fruit. My grandmother puts it on peaches. Um, what? Yes. What? And you can- what? She does. I know
2: grandma. <laughs> Girl, I you know, know we're from Georgia now. We're from middle Georgia right now.
1: You can um, buy a dab of doya on my Thank website, you. lowcountrycuisine.com. But I really want everyone to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's so hard to grow a YouTube channel because we consume everybody's stuff on YouTube and we don't hit the subscribe button. We don't yes, like, we yes, don't like So go right now and subscribe to um, my YouTube channel. And we talked about the seasoning. You got the website. So you know, one yeah.
0: last thing before we go, what's the future of Low Crunchy Cuisine? If I could do a five-year snapshot, where do you want to be?
1: I would love to be 1,000% out of my daily operations have an executive team in place um, mm-hmm. and continue to close that that gap. Um, like I said, it's great being the, the best black catering company, but I wanna be the best catering company. So I see that in the next five years. Um, I see my cooking show on YouTube, uh, making lots of money, selling, selling lots of seasonings and expanding the seasoning line, cookbooks, all the things.
0: Let me ask you this. Would you consider like a food service delivery, like HelloFresh or somebody like that, where you have your recipes inside of that?
1: We were considering that very strongly during the pandemic, of course, because we were like, what are we going to do? And we did a little bit of it. Um, It was called Gourmet Takeaway. um, Mm -hmm. And customers would order online and they could pick up curbside or we would deliver. And we actually um, there's a big hospital in Houston during the pandemic. 775 employees, um, instead of them having an in person uh, awards banquet for two years in a row, we shipped their meals down to Houston. So I have some case study that I know it can work, but it's just a matter of all of a sudden the world opened back up and catering came back. And it was just kind of like, so it's something that's not off the table. You know, somebody wants to partner up. And, you know,
0: put some money behind it and go in. You're you all are for it.
1: I'm all for it.
0: Okay, cool. All right, last thing before we let you go. Let's do the email, bro. Dre, you ready for emails? Let's go. It's email time. Now, Chef Jolie, you do not have to comment on this if you don't want to. Here's the email. I've been married for 17 years, and my wife and my parents have never really gotten along well. At some point in the future, I will inherit a significant amount of money in real estate—several million dollars. I want to spend and invest this money as I wish. If anything happens to me, I want my children to inherit this fund. These funds. How do I ensure my wife never gets hands on my inheritance? If we ever divorce, what should I do to make sure my spouse cannot ex- access this money? Brian. Now I work. Now i done. I work for an estate planning <laughs> litigation attorney. I had attorney. the same
2: look. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I got none. I got none for you, bro.
1: <laughs> it sounds like he don't like his wife. Not his parents. None of them like his wife. Sound like to me.
0: I think, first of all, I just know like when I when I work for an estate planning attorney. First of all, you ne- last thing you want to do is go to litigation, right? Like if nobody have nobody like no power of attorney, they don't have nothing set up. Black folks, we do this all the time. Somebody dies and like they don't they don't know what to do with mama' house, right? So we got to figure that out, but. To be told, your wife, she has first dibs on that.
2: So he needs to divorce now.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, he needs to, like, he will have to, like, this has been 17 years, bro. She loves his dirty job. She know everything about him. 17 years, bro. Like, she should be willing to take care of your kids and everything like that. And even with the age of your kids, he could, like, make his son the power of attorney something like that. But come on, boy, You going to email a show and I talk to her 17 years? Even I know better than that i I done some, I done some dumb stuff with women. I know better
2: than that.
1: Oh wow. Okay,
2: so if he if he divorced now, she wouldn't get any of the in in any of the inheritance though, right? Because they would be. No, they they were they had to go into
0: litigation, and she challenges it. They were had to go into litigation. I, I mean, but that. he
2: hasn't, but he hasn't gotten it yet, though, right?
0: right? No, they are not dead. No, so he divorced her right now, and just they just be they just living together. Then yeah. So that so
2: look that okay. Him. So Brian, what was it? Was it Brian? It's Brian. Yeah. yeah. Brian divorcer, her now, like today.
0: He came divorcing and getting none tonight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if you don't want to share your money with, I don't think you are getting none. I don't right. think
0: that's an issue. Nah, she might be still giving it up. You know, they give it up. They get weak, man, sometimes. <laughs> you know so.
1: like, you could... be some deeper issues going on. Oh, that's, oh,
2: that's some deep, <laughs> deep, deep
1: issues.
0: First of all, he got he might be thinking his parents got millions and they don't. He might not even know what the hell he's talking about money But, you know, he don't sound like he's too smart in that situation because you've had an email to a show talking about, I got millions of dollars, I don't want to get them my wife. That's evidence in itself. All I'm saying is, look, if he don't want to do it, then just, like, just date her, man. You know, y'all been together 17 years. Like, look, we ain't doing it. I don't know what he thinks she's going to do with the millions that he thinks he's going to be getting if he passes away and she gets the money. Like, she's going to take care of his kids. I feel like if a black woman been with, you, been with you 17 years, that means she'd have seen you sick, disgusted, and messed up. She'd have seen you through a couple of jobs and some career changes. Look, man, ride that thing out. Let me tell you something. You know, I don't believe in it's cheaper to keep her. I think it's smarter to keep a woman that rides with you harder. That's my, that's my, that's how I go with it. Because find somebody going to ride with you. Like, you got to find your a Chef Zoli. She ride with her, man. I know she love that, man. Ain't nobody trying that. She be down here out of town looking all good. Ain't nobody trying that. We know Chef Zoli got a good husband at home. Look, bro, love with your husband, your wife, Dre. We know that.
2: Yeah, I mean, but I, she, I, I she like my wife. There's him, no, so I, I, I mean, first of hand. all, I'm not going to get an inheritance, so. <laughs> that's <not her> <laughs> I'm going to inherit some debt. That's what I'm going to inherit.
0: Nah, man. I'm just saying, look, man. Look, man. You know, you know, I look, I by being raised by the woman and I was raised by my dad, man. You know, what I'm saying, of course, let me say this my dad was my stepdad, but he raised me as his own. And I tell people all the time, man, look, when you find two people that work together, they don't have, a, I don't believe they, they might discuss those kind of things, but it ain't that much of an issue. Like, look, because somebody that you love, you want them to have the best, especially when you pass. I don't want nobody for me to pass and they don't have what's coming to me. That, like, yeah, because so obviously
2: she, Brian don't love his wife. Like I wouldn't I mean, say that. Yeah. Jolie, I mean, you no, think he you think he don't love yeah. her? Uh
1: he said, I think the last sentence sentence was, How can I, I make been... sure she don't get her hands,
2: hands on, me on my Yeah. Me? Uh,
0: she, he, he, yeah obviously, she, no. She, no laying love. There, like she laying next to him right now with her little teddy on, that <laughs> hugged up with him. You know what I'm saying? Look, let me tell you something about yeah, people man. love can be deceiving, bro. Let me tell you something. You can love somebody and not wish them the best. Y'all know that, right? That's like player rule number one. They don't love the chicks they play. Can I say this? Am I saying something wrong? Am I? Why everybody' face turn up?
2: Well, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't know. If, I, I just don't know if that applies here. I, I don't. I'm not sure that applies here. Man, let me I, tell you I something. think. Let me tell you. I something. Tell you I something. I've been married. Look, one, been married I'm gonna three, tell you. you. You said something interesting earlier. You said black. I don't think Brian is black. This
0: sounds. Oh, like,
2: oh, I thought. This, oh, I thought that was a you know. I, I I mean, well, I, do I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I. Because brother
0: be trying to fight women over like an eighty four Monte Carlo, they'd be like, nah, nigga, she ain't getting them rims. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this this sounds like a this sounds like a like a white issue to me. I could be wrong. Well, I mean, think?
0: yeah, I mean, but outside of that, like, do most of our families have like seventeen million to leave
2: behind? He didn't say so i mean but, a I, but i will say that. So. Some million yeah and that's true no yeah. i mean black, black people have millions to leave they i mean do. yeah they do
0: your people do their people do i know you yeah you're black ham- people have
2: millions to leave angels,
0: all that shit i get it you know what I'm i believe <laughs> you know what I'm saying more house my nigga. i get it you don't fuck around if you go to hbc you going to the Ivy hbcu we good you're going to grad school i got you bro no student loans my nigga. We good i got you Ooh. all i'm saying is
2: I'm running from student loans. Like, go ahead.
0: We, we yeah, just yeah. another. We got, That's another You didn't another sign up for this show, Jolie. You signed <laughs> up talking about your business.
1: I'm
0: enjoying cool. myself. We go. So I'm gonna say this, to say this, and be done. This is really. Mm-hmm. This is my last moment. We'll close things out because we, we decided to close things a little earlier. Benediction.
2: We have a benediction.
0: A benediction. It's time to like, do my benediction.
1: No offering, though, please.
0: No, we're not going to pass around the plate. I'm okay. Going. I don't want those issues. Me not a non-profit, right? You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking nobody money on the name of God. You believe that. God taught me a long time ago. I don't play with him. Here we go. People, understand this. There's two things I want to say before we close the show. Number one, when it comes to aspiration, chase your dreams. If you really want to be serious about it, you got to jump. Your jump will never hurt you. You're jumping on the progression. There's two things you're gonna learn. If it's, it's a success, you learn that you can believe in yourself. If it's a failure, you can learn from your lessons and things that you learned that went wrong. Because people that jump, guess what? Things went wrong. I guarantee you that Chef Jolie is on my show. Some things went wrong when she first jumped. It didn't happen immediately when she jumped. She jumped out there and she's going through things right now, still navigating. The thing that we got to do is people to support each other when we do those things. Because by her, she made grips, by her, uh, um, our, our dad would do you. Subscribe to her YouTube because we have to be able to support her in a time where she's still building up. We can't wait that she becomes on a TD Jicks level or she's on HDTV doing a show, doing that guy for ready stuff, talking about um, you know, Chef Jolie's grocery games or something like that. Now you want to jump on board. No, jump on board right now and make it that happen. Right. That's why we do shows like this. Second part, Brian, whether you white or black, it doesn't matter. All I want to say to you is that, look, a 17-year commitment, my bro, my dude, you to lick some toes. Some butt cracks and a lot of other things. Look, you love that woman. Stick with her. Don't stop thinking the grass is on the green on the other side. I'm gonna show you something that I got that I keep in my house. The grass always looks greener when it's fake. I keep this on my desk to remind me before I ever step outside of anything that was committed to me. My brothers, my people that love me, to my people that rock with me, my family that's been down with me. The grass is not greener. It's fake. Understand that. So, bro, before you do that, don't lose everything trying to chase something else. So, last but not least, my boy John. Check your homeboys, man. I got homeboys right now, man. When I was DJing, I was DJing with Lil Jon in the club with Sierra. You ain't trans. All those people doing all that crazy stuff. Let me tell you something, man. When the club lights come up, you ever seen the club lights come up in the club? You stay all night, and, and it look like roaches in there. The floor dirty. She only <laughs> look like she used to look. That's how that roll, man. Put the guns down, bro, because we ain't got to know you have a gun. We know that you're a successful basketball player that's doing something that a lot of kids wish they can do. There's a lot of kids up there looking up to you, a lot of young boys that want to do what you want to do. And I'm telling you what, yes, you might feel like you would better do what you want to do because you got men and they can't tell you what to do with the Grizzlies, but guess what? They can, bro, because it's only 12, pots on the, it's 12 spots on the Pistons, as J. Cole said, and everybody want to get one. Look, man, you're a, you're a role model. Once you're a role model, you got to take a different stance. And that's my two cents. And that's the church doors are open.
2: And I've learned I've learned the term jump this week. We learned you learn jump. I've learned jump this way. I'm gonna be using that shit all day at work tomorrow.
0: Jump that <laughs> damn all jump. Day. Do that shit, do that at the eight o'clock meeting in the morning. Be like, look, y'all, if anybody wanna say anything now, nah, just jump.
2: Friday morning meeting. Yeah, I will. Don't do that,
0: man. I know I will. I'm not playing. I I, I
2: will. I I am going. I'm going to find a way to use that term. I really am.
0: Chef Zoli, thank you, sweetheart. (laughs) We appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. We had a really good time tonight. Dre, you know how we do, bro. I'm gonna finish my night. I'm out, man. Y'all hold it down.
2: Bye. Bye.